anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And happy Tuesday, everybody. I am uh, so excited for today's show because it's just me and you and uh, my darling producer, Sam, and we are just going to have a good time tonight. We're going to talk all about courage and about thriving, not just surviving, because that's what I hear a lot of people telling me is, Mari, I just want to get through the day. Mari, I just want to make enough money to get by, you know, to feel comfortable, to, you know, to just, I just want to be at peace all the time. And, you know, um, there's more to life than that. You know, we didn't show up just to pay bills and survive from one day to the next. We came here to thrive and to really enjoy ourselves. So we're going to talk all about that today and about the courage that it takes to actually do that. Because, um, you know, just when you start to approach your life from a position of courage, and and we, we clean up a couple of misconceptions and misperceptions about, oh, I don't know, I hate the word mindset. I don't like that word. So I'd say um, uh, perspective, some, some mind perspectives. And I'll, I'll come up with a better word before the show is over. Um, but when, we, when we, we kind of take a hold of that and we start to clean that up, it really does become a lot more fun to go through each day. And uh, I really want, for me, AHA Moments and the whole AHA, the whole AHA um, community is built around my life. You know, I really, it was just all about, I hated working <laughs> for other people, absolutely hated it, hated uh, working in corporate America. My fiance passed away, I had all kinds of things happening to me at a pretty young age. And uh, and I also was lucky enough to find my passions very, very early in life. I was dancing by the time I was three. I was riding horses by the time I was six. Um and so I figured those two passions out very, very early in life. I said, I, you know, I always say I, I got to kiss my passions really early. And once I figured out that um, there were a lot of people around me who were able to do that pretty much all the time, I went on a quest. And I went on this quest to figure out how I could have all the time I wanted to do the things I loved and to have the money to do it too. And I'm saying that um, today because... Now I realize, um, I was actually out to dinner with a friend of mine the other day, and I said, you know, I wake up in the morning, I've noticed this lately, and I'm really excited to get up. I'm like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen today. Oh, I'm going to have some fun today. And then I'm, when it's time to go to bed, I'm like, wow, I'm really excited to go to sleep. And she just looked at me like I was a nut. <laughs> and she kind of said, really, people look like that? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I would say 90% of the time. I feel that way, maybe even 98% of the time, but it's been hard won. So we're going to talk all about how to get to that point tonight. And um, before we get into all of that, 
Um, first of all, I am doing readings tonight. I am taking your questions, and I see you're already calling in from other parts of the world, so thank you. Uh, <laughs> we have Toronto, we have Mexico, we have a bunch of folks calling in. Um, so hang in there. I'm going to get to your calls in, in the second segment. But if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So that's the thing number one of housekeeping. Number two, we are in Mercury and retrograde. So if you're feeling a little, uh, you know, out of sorts, things are kind of seeming to be a little loopy, you're concerned about things, and, um, you know, feeling like you have to make some big decisions and whatnot, try to hold off. We only have a few more days left of this, actually eight days to be exact. We finish next Wednesday, April 4th. And um, <clears throat> if, you, if you've been feeling like you've been a little argumentative or people are not really understanding you well or, you know, um, just, you know, things are breaking or I know for me light bulbs blow out in the house and, <laughs> and um, you know, little technical things, glitchy things happen. Um, it'll be over next week, so don't worry about that. We also have Mars in retrograde until April 13th, and you guys have been hearing me talk about that. So that creates a little bit more uh, heaviness and stuff. So by the middle of April, like the 14th, 15th, like tax day, <laughs> after you pay your taxes or at least get them filed, um, things are going to really start to push forward. We're going to go into really wonderful time. And uh, and so just hang in there just a couple of more weeks, and, um, and things should smooth out quite quite nicely. Um, also, in April, we have our tele-summit coming up, and I actually did change a date, so I want to give you that. I was going to do my preview call on April 12th, but we're going to actually do it on April 19th, and then the tele-summit itself starts on April 22nd. All of our speakers are confirmed. We have a website up now. If you'd like to take a look at it, um, Rebecca's been working on it, and I think most of the links are working, but I'm going to tell you the, the site so you can take a look, and you can definitely register for the tele-summit and grab your space. Um, and that is the the T H E Transformation 2012.com because it's the Transformation 2012 Tele Summit. So the website is the Transformation 2012.com. Okay, so um, we'll have the preview call, then we'll have a call each day um, for I guess 10, 11 days, and we have some really amazing speakers. And you know, you'll hear more all about that as we get a little, little bit close. Mark your calendars for April 19th for the preview call. Um, also, Body Whispering. I know I've been getting emails. You guys have been registering for uh, the, the class with Dane and I, and um, he's very excited um, about doing the class. Actually, we were talking today about it. And uh, just to let you know, I'm gonna. we had a free call a few weeks ago. I guess a couple months ago now, and people have been asking, you know, I, I missed the replays, and um, I would love to hear the call, and I want to register, and all this. So what I'm going to do is not next week, but the week after, I'm going to actually rebroadcast the body whispering call on this show. So instead of me doing a live show, I'm going to rebroadcast the body whispering call. So if you missed it, you'll be able to uh, to tune in and hear it as part of you know our radio show platform, and it'll be here in the archives as well. So uh, that way you guys can hear it, and hopefully you'll join us in May. It's getting really, really, really close. Um, so so that should be good. And so 
I'm not sure exactly what date that is, but two weeks from today, we'll have that rebroadcast for you. And next week, I want you to definitely tune in for next week because I have this amazing medium. We are actually going to have Hans King. He's an international medium. He's done over 50,000 readings over 30 years. I think that's like an amazing amount, <laughs> amazing amount of mediumship readings. And uh, he's pretty internationally um, known and, and really, really terrific. So he's going to be our guest on the show next week. So you definitely want to tune into that. Um, and hear what he has to say about speaking with your loved ones who have passed on. I, I'm a medium as well, so I know that uh, it's it's powerful work for people, and um, and he's just one of the best of the best. So I'm looking forward to having him on the show. Okay, so now I think that's it for housekeeping. Let's get on to the topic of the night, and that is courage. And again, if you want to call in, it's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So you know when you uh when you wake up in the morning what do you what do you think of first do you think of you know oh god <laughs> what do i have to put up with today or oh god what what you know what what fires do i have to put out what's going to happen to me you know it's all kind of the outside coming at you right you know what's going to what's my boss going to do today what are my clients going to do today or not do am i going to make money today am i not going to make money today what are my kids going to do are they going to actually get up are they going to listen to me what's my husband going to do or not going to do so it's really like i can't have a particular feeling about myself or my day until i see how my environment is doing and then based on whatever is happening in my environment and the people in my environment then I can assign how I'm going to feel. And that that way of being actually is one, is the most disempowering way of being. It's kind of like you're taking um, you know, the outside and creating your reality instead of using your own internal self to project how you feel so that it mirrors back to you what you deserve. And that's a bridge. This the one of the um reasons why I came up with courage. One is because I meditated and the angel said, We want to show encourage. So I said, Okay. <laughs> but the other is I started to think about this shift that's happened for me personally, um, certainly over I would say over the last year with this this bridge going from really operating very much from the outside in and sort of really shifting that because it sounds rhetorical you know everybody says it you know you hear a lot of the spiritual gurus say you know you create your reality you create your reality like what is that what do you mean i create my reality did you see what that person just did to me i didn't create that you know (laughs) i didn't create um, this hardship or that hardship you know Um, if i was creating stuff i'd create a lot more money if i had control over my life and um and and so money excuse me relationships work people's behavior all are a reflection of what you are resonating um out into the energetic grid you hear me talk about this each week and it doesn't change for this topic it just, we're just going to build on that today um so when we talk about courage and courage is a little different than faith faith is more passive faith is you know you kind of you kind of create a certain space and then you let it go and you, you believe that it's coming forward. You you're, you have a strong sense of belief that it's going to be okay, and you're willing and a sense of willingness to allow something to come into your space and, and into your consciousness and into your physical world. 
whereas courage is more active. I see courage as when you're taking action, when you're stepping up into something, whether it's, you know, and there's a few places to apply it. To me, first, the first major um, place to apply the idea of courage is in your thoughts. Having the courage to think about something from a positive perspective, even if you don't have proof yet, versus thinking of it as worst-case scenario. If you wake up and you say, okay, well, let me think of all the worst-case scenarios so that I'm prepared in case something bad happens, and you spend all your time troubleshooting and analyzing and trying to figure out, you know, uh, worst-case, 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 what that does is it positions you to be uh, creating the worst case, okay, because whatever you focus on, it does. You're, you're just pumping that out into that energetic grid. You're putting it out into your energetic body, and it's just magnetically bringing forward to you whatever it is that, you know, you're requesting. When you spend a tremendous amount of time thinking about, you know, troubleshooting, 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 and this is hard because parents kind of do that. You know, you're always thinking, okay, i got to keep my kids safe, got to keep the house safe, I have to keep everything safe, let me, you know, Think ahead. Let me think of all the bad things that could happen so that I could, <laughs> I could fix it. Um, courage comes in when you take a different point of view. When number one, your willingness to take a different point of view than that old mindset is takes courage, and that's an active thought process. I'm actively saying I now am going to make a different choice. Okay, it takes a lot of courage to say, I now am going to make a different choice. I'm going to choose a different thought. I'm going to choose to position this as, well, you know what? What what would it take for the very best outcome to happen? What would it take for things to really turn out in a way that I, better than I can ever imagine? That's courage. That's courageous thinking. Okay, so debilitating thinking is, oh my God. Okay, if this happens, then I have to do that. If that happens, then I have to do that. You know, that happens um, to somebody else, so then I have to do. Well, they did. They didn't, didn't work for them, so why would it work for me? So I shouldn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Now, if something hasn't worked for someone else, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It means that their their point of view was creating something that didn't work. And if you have another person watching it, another person watching it, and everybody's sort of taking on that energy, then it won't work for them either. You've seen many people, athletes and things, break world records, right? Nobody else could do it. Then one person did it, and then all of a sudden everybody else could do it. Why? Because one person had the courage to be a pioneer, had the courage to break through the barrier, and then all of a sudden everybody could do it. You know, like in they always use this example of ice skating when, you know, there was a, people only were doing double you know, sow cows or whatever they call them, <laughs> double jumps. And then one day somebody threw a triple. And then every all of a sudden everybody, you know, by the next season was doing triples. And then they did the quad. And, you know, oh, they'll never be able to do the quad. You need a trampoline. You can't do that on ice, blah, blah, blah. Somebody does a quad. Then all of a sudden several people could do quads. Now, could they do great quads? Maybe not. But the bottom line is but broke through the the, the mindset See, that set-in-stone kind of mind, they broke through with a new awareness. They broke through with stepping into another level of energy. And that takes courage. That's the active, that active um, way of being. And that's, that's, that's the courage that I'm talking about. So when you're looking at your own life and you're saying, okay, how do I tackle this idea that Mari's talking about? The first thing is, and the most important thing of all of it, is your thoughts. 
Because once you say, okay, instead of saying, this isn't happening for me, this can't happen for me, that's, you know, it's always been that, you know, I have to have a job before I quit my job. I have to have a new job to go to before I quit the job that I'm in that's tearing down my energy that, um, you know, flips me upside down every day that, you know, the boss or the people that are in charge are, you know, ripping my heart out on a daily basis and I'm feeling victimized every day and I'm not getting what paid what I'm supposed to be paid and they're they're lying and they're not giving me what I had signed up for and not honoring their end of the deal. And But I can't do anything because I have to stay here because if I don't, I'll go broke and I won't have any money. And, and you're caught in this loop. And you say to yourself, then you start to cannibalize your courage. You start to cannibalize it because you start to use your environment to keep proving to you that you should stay in a place that's detrimental. When that happens, it's really time to stop and just have the courage to say, angels, guides, God, support me in seeing a different way, in seeing a different point of view and getting a different perspective on this. Just the willingness to have a different perspective is the courage. I'm not talking about jumping off a cliff, quit the job, have the courage to quit and, you know, you can't pay your bills and, you know, all that. I'm talking about have the courage to ask for a different way. Have the courage to ask a different question. Have the courage to ask the question instead of constantly making statements about the boss, the people working, the, and analyzing how this person should have done this and they said they were going to do that and they didn't do this and then that person did this and that. All of that analyzing, all of that, that you know, going around and around and around and around and around will drain you like nothing has ever drained you before. And then it does feel like when we say the word courage, it feels really, really big and really, really overwhelming because you're asking yourself to do something that, you know, feels like a huge leap. Courage is never, ever something that um, has to be this huge jump off a leap, jump off a cliff. It's usually stepping off a curb. And spirit will always bring your next step in a very small morsel. It may be that your next step is just to do a little research, to do a Google search about something that you're curious about. And then that leads you to, you know, turning on the TV at the right time and there's an interview on, you know, Oprah's channel. And then it leads you to going and checking out the expert that you just heard about on the TV. And then that leads you to maybe buying a you know, tape or CD or something, or tapes and CDs. Wow, that's aging myself. An MP3 <laughs> or download um, of something that you heard. And then that that gives you, you know, the next breadcrumb that comes is, is the, uh, you know, to take action on whatever it is you're learning about. Now, each one of those we talked about takes courage because it may be something that you haven't heard of before. It may be something that seems like it's far-fetched for you, but your heart is saying, no, come hither, come hither, go forward. That's how your angels talk to you. That's how your guides speak with you. They speak to you in small, bite-sized pieces, and your intuition will always communicate to you in a very quiet and still voice. And it's very repetitive, and it's very consistent, and it's not critical. And it's not blaring, and it's not asking you to jump off a cliff. The courage that I'm talking about is the courage and the willingness to quiet and quiet your mind, quiet yourself, quiet the chatter, quiet the analysis, quiet the mental machinations and the willingness to just say, I'm going to try this. The courage to just wake up the next morning and say, you know what? Today can be different than yesterday. 
It can. And in fact, it is. Why is it? Because I just declared it so. That's courage right there. That's the kind of active that creates the aha moments. And one aha moment at a time, life gets better and better and better. And then one day you do have this little epiphany about your world that says, hey, you know what? I'm I'm pretty cool 90% of the time. And even when stuff that doesn't happen, that I don't want to happen, it starts to happen, I'm handling it with so much more grace and ease and flow and just, you know, a sense of, of, of expansiveness. And I I have a system that I know I can rely on. I've left breadcrumbs, um, you know, along the way. So I know how to how to fix this again if it happens again or something similar happens again. So we're going to go and take our first break. And then on the other side of the break, I'm going to start taking some of your calls. We'll talk some more about this topic. I'm going to give you the angels and guides who can assist you um, in, in changing this, you know, what you know way of mind way of thinking and i want to talk a little bit about resilience and all kinds of stuff so the number to call in is 347-215-948 i'm mari you're listening to the aha moments radio show and we will be right back ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. 
Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? Beingyouclass.com. Listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show. Tonight we are talking about courage and resilience and just kind of cleaning up the way that you perceive your world and creating a lot more ease and grace as you do so and leaving a little bit of breadcrumbs for yourself along the way so that whenever things pop back up, uh, you know exactly how to deal with them. And that's something the a point I was making at the end, and I'm gonna then I'm gonna take a couple of calls. If you'd like to call in, by the way, three four seven two one five Nine four eight five. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So, um, when we talk about uh, resilience and bouncing back, you know, one of the things that I hear people say. In fact, I had a client say it the other day. She says, "How do I um, go at this new uh, new job or what is? It? I think it was she had a new idea for a workshop or something. Well, how do I? I'm already, I need to know how to go at this." you know, comfortably and, um, you know, with peace in my heart. And, and I, you know, it's a new thing. It's this big thing. I've never done it before. Uh, I, I'm going to get this big operation involved. I'm going to go get all these speakers. I'm going to do this thing. So how do I do it with comfort and ease? And I'm like, okay, uh, you don't because it's a brand new thing that you haven't done before. So one of the big things with courage is have the ability to recognize that when you are embarking something you've never done before, you have to be willing to do it poorly for it to be to kind of not go to superstardom levels to begin with, um, for you to be able to take baby steps and make mistakes, and that's the courage we're talking about is, yes, you're going to still move forward, but don't have expectations of being comfortable and confident before you've ever done something. A lot of people, they, you know, I think I've said this on the show a few times before, too, because it's one of my big things that happens. 
in my intuition master's program where I have, you know, budding psychics who are learning to be psychic and I'm teaching them because they want to go professional, you know, and do readings like I do and everything. So, and they say, well, how do I, 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 I can't do any readings, Mari. I don't have confidence. You have to give me confidence. And I'm like, okay, well, go do 10 readings. Well, how can I do that? Well, just ask 10 people. You want a reading and give them a reading. Well, but, 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 but I need confidence. Well, you can't get confidence until you do it. You got to do it, survive. Like, the first one that was kind of fun and wow she said i was pretty accurate with a few things okay cool let's do the next one and then you're more confident for the second one than you for the first then you do the third one and you're more confident for the third than you were for the first and the second and it just goes on and then all of a sudden you've done 10 and then like reading number 11 is a you know is the client from hell <laughs> and you're like oh my god i can't do this i can't do this but you get through it you survive the client survives all is well and guess what you're even more confident with that one really tough client than you got when you were dealing with 10 nice ones because now you've gotten through the thing that you were scared about that's what builds confidence it's seasoning so the courage it doesn't come just through osmosis or through affirmations or sitting in your house with a vision board. It comes from actually taking step by step and being willing to do something, um, you know, and make mistakes and, and, and do something poorly so that you can get better and better and better. And that's what takes the courage. And the the other thing is, um, and then I'm going to take a couple calls because I see even more of you calling in here, is when you are in that throes of being a beginner, I'm a Leo. Okay, and I'm, as you all know, pretty headstrong and pretty, you know, outgoing and everything. I don't like being a beginner at anything. I want to be an expert at everything I do. I take pride in my expertise, and I don't like being a beginner. And I remember when I first started dancing, and my friend and I, we were neighbors, and we, and we were both started ballroom dancing at the same time. And she's a Leo too. We were born two days apart, so you can imagine the lunacy. And it was like it got really competitive. It's like, okay, who can learn how to do these dances? We must have bought, I don't know. 50 videotapes we were on the internet we were taking gazillion lessons a week because we had to like get out of being a beginner as fast as possible because we just couldn't handle you know us leos us very important people being beginners but um we, we were dancing for crap <laughs> and you know people were laughing at us but eventually we we both made names for ourselves and we we certainly you know uh went on the international dance scene and competed all over the world and and did our share of you know had some really good uh good process progress and and we're not considered beginner dancers anymore that's for sure but you know there is a process and that's with anything and so when they say enjoy the journey enjoy that step-by-step process well that's also taking courage to keep going even if you see somebody laughing at you kind of out of the corner of your eyes you're trying to do your own, you run into your partner and you step on his foot and, and everybody laughs at you stuff and you know they're not laughing with you because you're horrified they're laughing at you but you have to just keep going anyway you know so eventually they'll say, well, I want to spin like you. Well, how did you do that? Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You're so light on your feet. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And it's because you're willing to go through the ugly part. Artists go through it all the time, dancers, athletes, corporate people, you know. Corporate's a little different because every time you make a mistake, you get beaten up for it or you lose your job. So that, <laughs> that's a little bit uh, more dicey. But, you know, that's another show. We'll go into – we'll do a show on on uh, corporate another day. Anyway, um, I think we're going to take a couple of calls and then we'll get back to some of this and we'll talk about some angels and guides to help you along the way with courage. So let's see here. Karen in Toronto. Thanks for waiting, Karen. How are you tonight? I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, oh, I you're get welcome. It. 
are you? It's like I hear you. <laughs> I think this whole call was for me specifically. Um, I yeah, it was fantastic. I about um, over a year ago, I was in that position where I wasn't listening and. Things started getting really difficult, and, you know, when we don't listen, we get pounded on the head. (laughs) So I finally took the courage and made the move, and it was, I thought the doors were opening wide, and and, uh, had, you know, basically, you know, the choices in front of me wide open, and I was presented with an opportunity, and um, was trying to, I know that, go through the process, but in the process, um, I was um, paralyzed by, um, judgment. I was paralyzed by other people's um, reactions, um, and I bought into it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I wasn't sure if um, my fear was what other people were thinking of me, or if I was on the wrong track because um, I, you know, was endeavoring to do something very different than what I, you know, had been doing. Although I, you know, love what I was doing, I just felt called to do something different on a larger scale. Um, but it does require me to be a different type of a, um, wear a different hat, be the same person, but with a different hat and a different skill set. How do we know, you know, I I mean, I was getting the deer in the headlight and the cricket sounds, you know, whenever (laughs) I opened my mouth. Um, Is that because of my inability to believe that I could do what I thought I had seen that I could do or that I was on the wrong track? Well, you know, there's a couple things. You're not, if you have a, a unrealistic expectation of what success is too early on, then you can misidentify your progress. So if you think you're comparing yourself, let's say, to someone who's already successful in what your what you, this new endeavor was, mm-hmm. and you didn't like out the gate hit that, <laughs> and then uh, you know, because it sounds like you're like me, and like if you don't come out the gate and you're like the superstar, there's a problem, you know, yeah, because in your point. head you're a superstar already. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to you have to sort of just back your um, expectations down. I had a, an amazing dance coach, and he said to me, you know, Mari, um, I know you want to dance like, you know, Julia, who's a world champion at this point. And she, he said, but. You know, she started out with just footwork first. Then we were, then once you get your feet down, then you go to your midsection. Then you go to your arms and styling your head and, you know, looking pretty and all that. But you have to have your foundation down first. So I may not be correcting all of your upper body stuff because, you know, you're all the fancy stuff. But if you don't have that foundation where your feet are going to land, you're just you're not going to be able to do any of the other stuff. So when you're thinking about this, uh, this thing that you've taken on, the first thing is to really break it down into what's a realistic expectation expectation for the timing that you've been doing it. Now, that's 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 one thing you can contemplate on your own. The other thing about judgment is generally people aren't really reacting to judgment. What you're really reacting to is the byproduct of judgment, which is shame. And shame um is a is a tough thing because it usually belongs to someone else. You know, maybe a parent or or a teacher who, if you made a mistake or you weren't the top of something, would say, "How you know you should be ashamed that blah blah blah." So when people judge us, we have a tendency to go immediately into shame. Now, sometimes if we know it's a lie, somebody judges us. I have people judge me all the time. I'm like, "Screw you! I don't care. You know, go away. <laughs> Get away from me." Out, you know, I'll see you at the top. Bye, and I walk away. Then there's other times somebody can say something to me, and I feel this like, 
you know, you feel that like quaky feeling in yourself. You kind of feel that, uh, you know, that just that that thing, that um, anxiety, and that's when you're internalizing it. Does that make sense? Ooh. Hello? Did I lose you? Okay. Okay, so she dropped. Okay, I was like, I wasn't hearing any static anymore. <laughs> so, but just, just to finish that point, because I was like, I didn't know if I was still on the air or not. See, Mercury in retrograde, got to love it. But in any event, when you're thinking about these two things, understand this is the the uh, the, the answer, finished up that answer to that question, which is one is have realistic expectations of um, where you're at. And then, and and what you can expect from that particular time in your in your you know your learning curve, and then the other is to recognize that shame is something. Oh, okay, you're back. Hi, yes, hi. hi. There's that Mercury okay. retrograde. Yes. I just wasn't supposed to hear what you were supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's on the recording. You'll hear it on the archive, so don't worry. Okay. No okay. Was that was that making sense though to you? Um, well, I just, I got the shame and I'm wondering if that then without, I didn't hear the rest of it, but right. when you hit shame, um, that seems to trigger, like I've just been hugely blocked with deep depression. Like I just can't seem to move forward, but, yes. and I know that something is hugely stopping me and is it's shame. Yeah. Well, and then the question is now, who does that belong to? And the question after who does that belong to is what? Now, this is the the one nugget I'll give you. Okay. And I can't, cannot say that I created this myself. This is a Dane thing. You all know how I feel about it. <laughs> okay. But this it works for me, and I just pass it on with, you know, give him all the credit in the world. And that is what's right about me. Because, see, when we deal with shame, and you deal with parents who have shamed you, and you're dealing with teachers who have shamed you, and you get that quaky feeling that you're saying you have, the thing you're saying is, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? See, when you start, you just all, the easiest thing, and this is what cured me of that, I mean really cured me of the whole shame thing, was what's right about me? What's right about me that I'm not getting? Wow. What's right about me? And keep asking that question over and over again. You will be amazed at how much more courage you have because you are literally commanding the universe to give you a whole laundry list of great things about you. And you will see that in your environment, it you will start to get people who will just smile at you, who will give you a pat on the back, who will just come up to you and say, hey, you know what? You know, you're doing a terrific job. I really appreciate that. You know, I'll, I'll ground asking that, and all of a sudden I'll get a slew of emails. Mari, I love your show. Mari, you know, <laughs> thank you so much for the telesummit. Mari, can I be do this? Can you do that? Whatever. And it's it's amazing how you're just sitting there be, minding your own business <laughs> and saying, what's right about me? What's right about me? What's right about me? Whenever you feel that sense of shame, ask that question. And then call me in a few weeks and let me know how it goes. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for that. That's amazing. Namaste. Namaste to you as well, Karen. Have a great night. Okay, so I am going to go ahead and take Chris in Mexico. Hi, Chris. How are you? In Mexico. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for taking the call. Can you um, I've had a really difficult, your, challenging you, time. Can you turn your, can you, can you turn yes. your radio off or down? Can you turn your radio off or down? Can I turn my what? 
your radio down because I can my hear what an echo. Off? I don't have I don't have a radio on. I don't have a radio or a computer on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know why there's an echo. Yeah, I don't know why there's an echo. Oh, it's okay. Is it Maybe escape? because it's international. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but can you hear me enough that I can continue? Uh, so it's been financially challenging. I put my house up for sale or rent a couple months ago. Um, I had somebody that was going to buy that that fell through. I really wanted to rent, but when a buyer came along, I said, okay, really, that's where I need to go. And now I found out that according to the law here, because the house, my daughter's name is on the house and she's a minor, I have to get permission from a judge to sell the house, and it takes six months. So I, I want to see what you pick up. I'm hoping, you know, my intent is that somebody will see the sign and want to buy and will be willing to wait the time or I don't know if I should just rent. I guess I need to see what comes up. But what do you pick up around the situation? Only your anxiety. And that is shutting down all of the energy around selling. And you're analyzing and analyzing and analyzing and panicking all the time. And what that does is it closes down the energy. So the question that you need to ask is, first of all, talk to the house and say, who do you want to be her next? Um, and then once you do that, allow the consciousness of the house to take over being attractive to whoever needs to come. And you'll be amazed at how that helps. The other thing is um, a lot of times when you're dealing with a house situation, you're dealing with emotional cords to the house. And um, that's also hard. So what you can do is ask Archangel Michael to please cut the cords and allow this whole situation to configure with greater ease. Because as you're speaking, there's this angst and anxiety, and that just sort of, it's like a tourniquet. It's just like it just shuts down the energy of movement, of flow, of timing, and that going back and forth in your head and an- analyzing this side and that side, and da, 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 da. even the, your tone of voice, that even when you're speaking to me, um, it's this panic, and panic always closes down the energy. Remember, you are truly an infinite being. Your energy is expansive. I mean, I was just explaining this to my mom the other day. You know, if you think of yourself as a ball of energy the size of the entire planet Earth, and you're way bigger than that, and your body's just a little thimble's worth, you have this huge ball of energy navigating all of the details of your life, including this situation. And if you allow yourself to get out of your head about it and just give yourself some breathing, take some deep breaths, and just have the courage to maybe perceive this differently or a willingness to consider. You can just say to your angels, I'm willing to consider a different point of view. I don't have control over every single little piece of this, regardless of what psychic or whatever you know prediction somebody makes. The, 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 the lesson here is to the willingness, the willingness to receive the information and the willingness to take action as you get, you know, what steps should be next bit by bit by bit. And then the time, if you just create ease like this. The other thing is the same thing that we're talking about with Karen in Toronto can work for you as well. And I've done this too when I get into an anxious situation like that is to say, what's right about this situation that I'm not seeing? And all of this hysteria and all of this, you know, crisscrossing stuff and all this anxiety, there is something right about it. 
and and that's um and it's kind of a newfangled way of asking what lesson am I supposed to learn from this? Because, you know, when you ask that, then you get the lesson and then the whole thing sort of smooths out because the, they don't need to use that to teach you something anymore. So if you ask your question, what's right about this situation that I'm not getting right now, you will see, you will get whatever that lesson is. Maybe it's teaching you how to, you know, have courage, how to have patience, how to, you know, get out of your head and get into you, the energy, how to shift your mindset, all different kinds of things. Once you ask that question, what's right about this, then you'll start to perceive, if you're willing, to perceive kind of a new awareness around it, and you'll be amazed at how all of a sudden the timing works someday, you know, and things start to configure and the right people come along and everybody's kind of in the place at the right time and things just work. The old adage, this too will pass, absolutely applies to this. So I hope that was helpful. So I hope that was helpful. Okay, thank you. It was absolutely helpful. Thank you so much. Okay, have a great night, Chris. Thanks so much. Okay, so we have already passed through <laughs> our second break, but we're going to take it now. And um, if you'd like to call in, I'll take a couple more calls on the other side of the break. The number is 347-215-9485. If you're waiting, please uh, continue to hold. I'll get to you on the other side of the break. 347-215-9485. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me and I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beinguclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beinguclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beinguclass.com. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? 
or if you have special guides who are helping you, then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third-generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. take a few more calls, but before I do that, I would like to talk about the angels and guides that can assist you in having courage to do all the stuff that we've been talking about tonight. So the first one, of course, is Archangel Michael. And Archangel Michael is the angel for courage, and he's also governing over um, light workers, like all of you are who are listening. Um, Archangel Michael has... Uh, can also cut emotional cords. So when you're emotionally attached to an idea or something or a person, um, you can ask Archangel Michael to cut your cords. And all of these guys that I'm going to mention are in Doreen, Doreen Virtue's Archangels and Ascended Masters book. It's just the easiest place to get all the information um, about them. So I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail because we have just a short period of time before we wrap the show, as my producer just let me know. So um, Isis is the other one, for, especially for women. Isis is the, a goddess of feminine empowerment. And if you're looking for courage or to stand in that feminine power, that power of receiving and the power of, um, you know, stepping forward in that feminine energy, uh, Isis is a wonderful um, goddess to call on. Um, Archangel Jeremiel is for emotional healing and Raphael is for physical healing. So they're wonderful for the courage to heal. And most of the time when we're manifesting, we need to heal, ask actually for healing first. And then you can ask for your desires. When you ask for healing, whether it's financial healing or emotional healing or physical healing, but asking for healing first, or even if you don't know what needs to be healed, you can just say, I ask for everything that needs to be healed, both consciously and subconsciously, to be done, to be healed, please, so that I can move forward in whatever it is I want to, you know, actualize or manifest. 
Uh, St. Germain is another one who's wonderful, when, especially when it comes to if you're doing work like I'm doing now um, on the air or you know uh, you have a business of that type. Um, St. Germain is wonderful. Also, if you're learning and studying about spirituality, St. Germain is a wonderful guide uh, to call on for support. He's an ascended master. And um, for public speaking and working with large groups and getting in front where you really need a lot of courage to get your ideas out to the world, Moses, believe it or not, is an ascended master who um, you call on for support in that. So, like I said, all these angels and guides you can see in Doreen's book. Archangels and Ascended Masters, which I believe is on everything. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you can you can even get it on your nook and um and Kindles and all that good stuff. So okay, so I think we have Paula in Chicago. Hi Paula, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. You have a lot of feedback. Are you outside? I am outside. I'm gonna see if I can get to a quieter place. Okay. Is that better? Yes, that is. You have some wind in my ear. Is that better? Yep, that's better. So what's your question? Um, well, you know, I'm um, I'm 43, and I've been trying to make changes in my life, and I've been having more success making changes in my personal life than in my professional life. So I don't know if it's a question of lacking faith or lacking courage, but, I, like, for instance, I would like to move into a management role, and that seems to have been blocked for some time. I accepted them, and maybe uh, there was a time that I needed to grow. But I really feel like it's imperative now that I grow in that direction. Why, why is it imperative? I feel that uh, without that growth, I'm really going to um, feel unhappy, feel, like, not fulfilled. Um, I see that I've grown to be able to supervise people, to be able to see all the different perspectives of an issue, to be able to mentor and coach, to train and onboard people. So I feel this is the next logical step. Okay, so logic always gets in the way. Um, Inspiration is the the energy you need to start to search for. And it feels very strongly like you can do exactly what it is you like to do, but you might want to do it in a new arena. Um, and a lot of times when you're trying to force, you know, growth in a particular arena, a particular job with a particular, you know, you know, kind of attached to the idea of it has to be this place for me to prove that I've done it. A lot of times, really, everything has its own season. And sometimes a particular arena, arena has its own season for teaching you. And then you're going to be much better supporting you somewhere else um, that's going to really respect that um you know, that expertise. When I was getting my MBA, because I have a, a master's in business administration, one of the, the best pieces of advice that um, I ever got from a professor was you never want to stay in a company for more than three to five years because then it's like the law of diminishing returns. Once you, once you, um, if you want to make money and you want to move up, you have to leave the company and move to the next company that's going to value that experience from the company before. So what I would highly suggest is that if this is something that you really feel is going to be fulfilling, which it sounds like it is, that you don't be attached to where it has to happen or how, but just having the willingness to be open to where you can be the greatest contribution. And you want to ask, what contribution can I be? How can I take these skills that have taken me so long to develop and that I feel I'm, I'm really good at, 
where can I be the greatest contribution, and let your guides and angels bring you the opportunities as opposed to trying to force fit into where you are. Well, you know, to your point, um, you know, I stopped forcing it. I am, I accept where I am, and at the same time, I started to apply, but only with the best possible intention, like setting forth um, an openness that uh, I'm throwing this resume out there with the best possible intention that it be received um, in the best possible light and see where it takes me and just kind of being open that way, recognizing that as exactly what you said, um, staying at the company I'm staying at is a diminishing return and there was a season for it, but now I feel really open and drawn to look outside. Yep, and just instead of asking the way that you just said, because it's a little convoluted, just ask where can I be of greatest contribution that will be fun for me, make me lots of money, and make my heart sing. That sounds good. That's easy peasy. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. See, your energy is so much lighter already. That's yeah. awesome. That lightness is what's going to draw a beautiful opportunity to you. I don't think it's going to take long either. I think you've really got lessons. You know what, and it's it's. I appreciate shows like yours because it is all about just getting the tools. Like now, you've given me a new tool. This is the new way that I'm going to be thinking and moving forward now. And it's so much easier than that convoluted way that I was thinking about it. And I really feel open now. I mean, just like like when you say it's not going to take long, I feel that too. Yeah. No, because you were ready to shift and see. Understand that when something feels like it's bubbling over like it's boiling over, like you're really frustrated and everything. It's just that you, the, the guides are, let, are trying to get you to ask the question, what's right about this? What, have I, what am I not seeing that's right about this so that they can give you the lesson so they can release you from the situation? And right. that's exactly what you're doing. You called in, you asked the question. You said, okay, I'm to this point, I just need some insight. I need some more information. You got some insight, and you felt the shift yourself. I totally felt the shift right here. You know, this is the easiest way that I can move forward into this shift and embrace it. And I'm just happy now. I just feel really happy and full of expectancy, like spring is here for me. Absolutely. (laughs) Just keep saying with ease. Just whatever you do, put the words with ease on the back end of it. How okay. can I, you know, how can I make this pasta with ease? You know, just how can I vacuum the floor with ease? How can I, you know, take my shower with ease? Just start to get yourself into the habit of asking for things with ease, not easy. Okay, because then people think, oh, everything has to be so easy. It's with ease, meaning a sense of spaciousness, a sense of flexibility, a sense of expansiveness. And you'll see a, a, a beautiful unfolding coming forward. I don't think it's going to take very long. Not at all. I totally appreciate you helping me out today, and I'm totally going to run with this now. Okay, wonderful. Well, enjoy your day. Thanks so much for calling in. I so much appreciate it, Paula. Have a great night. Okay, wow, what an exciting bunch we've had on the show tonight. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. I'm, I'm really, I really, really appreciate that. I love hearing all of your comments and, and seeing where you're at and giving you my two cents on things. And I really appreciate your willingness to receive that. That's, that's an amazing gift to me. I really, really appreciate that. So, believe it or not, we've come to the end of yet another Aha Moments Radio Show. And uh, I just want to remind you. Uh, to sign up for the Telesummit. We're going to have 11 of my closest spiritual friends, um, and uh, they are friends. And 
parents and colleagues and teachers and uh, everyone that I have on the telesummit is going is somebody that I'm close to and that has been a powerful um, part of my own you know path and journey and kind of helped me to get to where I am today too and so I'm looking forward to sharing them all with you uh, that the website for that is the transformation 2012.com the transformation 2012.com and in the meantime I uh, will end tonight with what I always say which is you truly can have exactly what you want and you absolutely deserve it too so we will see you next week everybody have a great night You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there. Oh, uh-huh.